Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Another subject now which um, has been of interest to us across the last few hours and over the weekend and indeed in advance of the weekend as well, Gillian was debating the general issues uh, around it um, and uh, that is uh, Limerick Council scaling back post-COVID-19 mobility blueprint um, in simple terms, pedestrianisation, particularly in Limerick City Centre, although it is meant to look at other areas across County Limerick as well because it is Limerick City and County Council now and uh, there was an impromptu event on Catherine Street on Saturday uh, morning um, and uh, Ailish Drake uh, was there. She is on uh, the line. Councillor Emmett O'Brien has uh, views on this independent uh, councillor with Limerick City and County Council. He's on the line as well, as is the Limerick leaders, uh, David Hurley. You're all welcome. Good morning to you. Um, David, I want to come to you first uh, because uh, there has been a lot of different views expressed about the nature of this event on Saturday morning. I know you have been reporting on it and it's in uh, the Limerick leader again uh, today. What actually happened on Saturday morning on Catherine Street in Limerick City? Well, Joe, um, I, I, I happened to come upon the, the event and uh, it, it, it looked um, really uh, interesting. It was a, a very family-friendly event, uh, a section of Catherine Street from Kentford Street to um, um, it, it, the Tesla Street, that little stretch, I suppose that people might know it, where the, the canteen um, restaurant is. That particular stretch was uh, essentially the venue for what was uh, pitched uh, as being a community morning. Uh, lots of families, children playing on on the road um, with, with chalk, and there was uh, people with their deck chairs and with their picnic tables having a, a very nice, friendly time. It began at 10 o'clock on Saturday morning. It had been uh, flagged in advance that it would take place until midday. But th- there was a guard of presence from about uh, 20 past 10 onwards, and ultimately the guardy intervened and had some very civil discussions with the organisers, and it was agreed it would end at 11 rather than 12. And there was a bit of tension between some motorists who were trying to get through. Some local traders also became involved. And uh, Gardaí did have to, at one point, I suppose, uh, indicate that they would consider invoking the Public Order Act if people didn't move off the main road. They had no issue with the footpaths, the parking spaces being used. But as far as they were concerned, traffic was, was not being given access. There were some issues with some traders uh, who have claimed that they've lost uh, a lot of money because of this uh, in, this uh, community morning. And uh, ultimately, they, the road was reopened um, at 11 o'clock. Right. And David, I, I mean, when you say flagged uh, that this was going to happen, what do you mean? Well, uh, obviously, initially, Gardaí were at the... Would say there was bunting at either end of the, the section of Catherine Street and uh, cardboard signage indicating what was going on. It was a very jovial, happy, playful atmosphere. There were no issues in terms of misbehaviour. Uh, Gardaí did say they had had some complaints from traders and from motorists, so they said we would allow you to, to continue. It was agreed by the organisers they would uh, leave at 11 rather than 12. And just things moved a bit slowly, I suppose. So Gardaí did walk up um, the length of the, the, the stretch of Catherine Street. They spoke to some of those who were on the road. Um, notebooks were taken out and people were asked for their, for their names and details and essentially were told, we're moving you on. We have to move you on for public safety reasons, for traffic reasons. If you don't uh, comply, you, you face being arrested under the, the Public Order Act. Now, as far as I'm aware, there were no arrests. There was no... Um, 
uh, uh, need for that to be invoked, but certainly people were, were told if they did not comply and move onto the footpaths or onto the parking spaces, they possibly could be arrested. Uh, and one of those, in fact, was, was an elected councillor who was also told that if she didn't move aside, she could be arrested, but wasn't. Right. Eilish Drake, uh, you were there. Um, what about how David Hurley of the Limerick Leader has described it? Hi, Joe. Um, yeah, I was there, and uh, I think Dave described it fairly well there. Um, it was a really nice event. It was very family-friendly. People were out with their kids, and uh, the guards came along, and they were very civil. And uh, we, we, a number of the, the people involved spoke to the guards, and we, we agreed that we'd try to um, say move people over to the, the footpaths, and that's what we did. And... Um, I think the cars started coming through just after 11 o'clock. Now, I know there was uh, councillors at the other end. I wasn't up there with them, uh, with, with some of the motors and that. Um, but I don't think there was any, like, I, I don't think there was any major issues with it. But I think that the, the main thing really is that what we want to do is highlight that um, people with families should be getting more space as part of the COVID uh, mobility plan and that it is a public health issue and the people need to have space to come out and enjoy the city and that, that's good for everybody and it's good for businesses that they can do that. So um, so I think that the event went off really nicely and um, it, was a, it was a real you know success and I think it showed that people actually do want to come out in the city if there's a bit of space made for them. Right. Councillor Emmett O'Brien. Well, thank you, first of all, for having me on the radio this morning. I was talking to a city councillor this morning um, who actually voted in favour of the mobility plan and said she couldn't face going on the radio given the amount of trolling and abuse that she was getting online um, from social media activists. But obviously, I'm not going to be kowtowed or bullied by anybody who are in breach of the rule of the law. And that's the bottom line. Um, you cannot take the law into your own hands. There was a proposal for mobility plan which was discussed at length with the councillors and with various commissions, 460 commissions out of a population of Limerick City of 100,000. Um, 65% of those were in favour, 35% against, and percent didn't really mind either way. So a drop in the ocean in terms of the overall population of Limerick City. Then there was a majority decision taken by Fianna Fáil and Fianna Gael councillors, and that has not been adhered to. And that majority decision allows for a 90% implementation of the mobility plan in any event. But there seems to be some obsession that Caston Street has to be pedestrianised. And there seems to be no meeting of minds between the cycling activists, the pedestrian activists, all those people who are very loud um, and, and active on social media to deal with the commercial realities that traders and other people have, that they have a right to have their business interests listened to as well. To occupy a street, to block off it, to block it off with bunting and call it a family-orientated event. Well, if you want a family-orientated event, how about walk 100 metres to the People's Park and make your point? Or how about get in a protest, walk up and down Caston Street and not block people in their lawful duty to use a public highway whenever they want? Now, I have been on the wrong decisions, Joe, as you know, on numerous times of referenda, of political decisions, I lost a general election. What am I supposed to do? Go block off roads? Go occupy buildings because I, I wasn't on the right side of the argument? I mean, people want to really get a grip here now and cop on. I mean, we're in a post-COVID situation. 
The thing is developing at such a rate that we may not even need two metres distance. We may not even need a metre social distance. But this is really an agenda that has been pushed by a very noisy group of people on social media to pedestrianise Limerick City that's been going on for a long, long time and to have cycling lanes. And I say that as a cyclist who cycles 3,000 kilometres a year. I check my cattle every day by bike. But, I mean, if I had cycling infrastructure in rural country Limerick, I'd actually use it. The cycling activists don't even use the cycling infrastructure on Parnell Street or on Wickham Street. And they're talking about pedestrianising Catherine Street. Look at Cruz Street. It's an absolute show. Bedford Road isn't much better. And I know, and I, like, and I know these people, like, I don't want to be uncritical to them. Uh, you have a right to protest, but you have to do it within the confines of the law. And you cannot be wasting guard of time unnecessarily. Eilish Councillor O'Brien uh, has uh, definitely characterised it differently to the way that you have. What's your reaction to what he's had to say there? Well, first of all, Councillor O'Brien wasn't at the event, so I don't know uh, where he's getting his information. It's not first-hand. Um, I think that, for, uh, secondly, that um, people have a right to protest and that it, w- it is legal to protest. So that's what it was. And if we went up for a picnic in the uh, People's Park, I don't think that we would be sending the message that um, that we need the space in the city. So that's, that, that's uh, just one to park that one. Um, as far as uh, the, the, the process, we say, in terms of um, giving more space over to people, so we know that the majority of people were in favour of the park pedestrianisation over a number of hours of Catholic Street and a number of other streets. Uh, we know that many of those were traders as well um, and that the Chamber were in favour. So we had 55% in favour and 35% that were against and 10 who were neutral. So the plans then were revised in favour of the minority of people who were against it. And that's, I suppose, a problem with public consultation in general, that often the negative voices are the ones that are listened to and the people that are positive are not actually listened to. And I have to say that we also put in a 28-page submission, the We Need Space campaign. So there was loads of other improvements and other things that we wanted that weren't obviously given either. So it wasn't like we wanted, we were 100% uh, behind it as it was. We wanted it to be improved. So, you know what I mean? So so only the, the, the views of one group of people was actually taken on board. Um, the other thing is that there was just one trader, as far as I know, or one car, I should say, that wa- that wanted to get through the street um, on Saturday. So I think that, um, that that's, that's what Emmett is saying. He's misrepresenting the whole, the, the whole situation um, and also misrepresenting the groups because um, it's, it's not a case of, you know, these noisy people on social media. These are people who are actually living in the city and people who are living in the suburbs. And aren't we talking about, isn't the whole focus of this to try and get businesses back up and running and trying to bring people into the city to enjoy it? And that means if people are in the city, that they meet up with each other and then that they're going to use the other businesses in the city and they're going to shop in the city. So at the end of the day, we all want the same thing. And I think that the the protest or the gathering... Uh, the community morning on on Saturday actually showed how this can be a really positive thing for the city. Well, which one was it, or was it all three? I guess it was all three, Joe. <laughs> it was a, a, a protest in the nicest way possible. Um, Councillor O'Brien, you weren't there, and you don't live in the city centre. So what? Like, I don't have to. Uh, I don't. I take great exception to being to being described that I'm misrepresenting things. I deal in facts. That's part of my profession. 
and I've been trolled all weekend and tagged continuously all weekend by pictures of people on Catherine Street. And the reason I actually wasn't in Catherine Street on Saturday because it's too much of a pain to actually get into Limerick City to buy any stuff that I need to get on Limerick City. And that's why I ended up going to Woody's to get hardware because there's no hardware stores left in Limerick City other than on Parnell Street, which is now an absolute pain to get to because there's a cycling lane stuck in the middle of where we used to park that no one uses. So, I mean, to suggest that I'm misrepresenting basic facts is grossly dishonest, and and, and I'm sure Edith Drake will, will withdraw those comments. But here's I, I the deal. She's like, excuse me, without interruption, you without, interruption, without interruption, please, you had your say. Here's the deal. People have make submissions. Wonderful. 460 submissions in a population of 400,000 people. And the plan was amended to deal with very specific concerns that were raised by traders on Caxton Street. And then, this is where the point is, a majority decision was made by the councillors of Limerick City, and you are defying those, and you are not adhering to the rule of law, and you are not protesting within the confines of the rule of law. You have a constitutional right to protest, but you have no constitutional right to occupy a street, to block off a street, and to not notify oh, guards. Okay, well, right, well, well, let Aish respond to that. You do have a constitutional right to protest, and that protest can be on footpaths and on roads. And we cooperated with Angarda Sheikana, and there was no issue there. So I think that this is misrepresenting the, the situation. We cooperated with Angarda Sheikana, the protest was moved to the Why side. Why did the Gardaí suggest they were going to invoke the public order as far as you coming into your shopping in a hardware store, okay, sorry, just one more time. But it's just just that question that Emma O'Brien asked: Why did the Guardian, and we heard David Hurley say this at the top as an impartial reporter in all of this, um, feel that they needed to say to some people, "We will invoke the Public Order Act"? Well, I never. No, no, hang on a second, Emma. Let Ailish respond, please. Yeah, no, I was there. I spoke to the Guardian. They never said that to me. Um, I don't know who said they said that too. Okay, well, let's ask David Hurley. David, was it said? It was, John. I, I personally heard them uh, talking to two two women who were sitting on picnic tables in the streets. They they weren't refusing to go, but they were slow and cooperating. So the notebook came out, and they were asked for their names and details, explained what would happen. They then moved on, to be fair. There were no issues. He also, the sergeant in question, also spoke to one of the four city councillors and a similar warning was issued to that city councillor. Again, they complied at that point, but the notebook had come out and names and addresses were requested. But th- there was no kind of... Uh, yeah, there, was yeah. no, there was no one saying, we're not going to go, but they, they were slow in cooperating, is how I would describe it. Eilish, you heard what uh, David Hurley had to say uh, there about uh, what uh, transpired on Saturday morning. Uh, do you accept that? Yeah, I do accept that. I mean, the guards walked through the street because we, we had made an effort to ask people to move over and people were slow initially to move over. But they did cooperate with the guards and it was all, everything was moved over in the matter of 10, 15 minutes. And I know people were on the street afterwards. Um, but, you know, it's, it's hard to move people on when they are standing around chatting and, you know, their kids are there and they're having a cup of coffee. And I think that, look, I mean, I think that we're getting into the nitty gritty of, you know, whether regards to this and trying to kind of sensationalise the whole thing. But I think the bottom line line here is that um, Limerick County Council did a really great plan. They came out, they wanted to give people more space. They proposed to pedestrianise these two blocks. And then a whole lot of people objected to that. But a whole lot of people supported it as well. And we have people like, as I said, there's people living in the city, but there's people in the suburbs and people in the county that want to come in and enjoy 
the city centre. And I mean, that's what we need to focus on. There's no point focusing on the negative here. We need to focus on the positive. And I think this plan, we have to remember that it was uh, in response to COVID public health measures. And we do need to give people extra space on the streets. And I think Limerick Council has, um, has tried and they have met um, met, uh, stumbling blocks along the way and like all of the councillors on from every party have said that this is a working document and all of the councillors whether they were uh, you know even though I know that it was it was wasn't the amended document was voted through. I think all of the councillors want to make the and, and as matter of interest, was Saturday's event uh, a one-off, or do you anticipate there will be oh, more no, such more events? No, no, no. Hang on a second. Hang on, Emmett. Eilish, answer and let you back in. Eilish. Well, look, I don't know. I mean, I don't think there is nothing planned uh, at the moment. But what I would like to see is that maybe the council and the councillors have another discussion about this because they've said that they will continue to review the plan and I know there's going to be a meeting next week and perhaps they will actually consider doing two or three hours on a Saturday morning to allow those blocks um, to be pedestrianised for a little while so that we can actually test it out because nothing has to be set in stone here. We can test the measures see are people coming in and enjoying them. See if there's a boost in business. I know that the businesses on Catherine Street had a 60% boost in their turnover on, on Catherine Street and that was when we only had people on the street for, for an hour. So all of the businesses will find, um, you know, this is happening everywhere. Like in Dublin, the, Dublin has been measured, rolled out, they've done amazing stuff in Dublin and cities all over the world um, are making more space and this is the way I cities mean, are going. And the thing is, Emmett O'Brien, you know, is, is there not an argument that something different needs to happen for Limerick City Centre? Yes, there is, of course. But there's a process in which it's to be done. And you can't just take the law into your own hand and go occupying the streets. And, you know, this is, as as Eilish is the bottom line, the bottom line is that these protesters are sore losers. They're just not adhering to the majority position of the councillors. Now, I, I work in Limerick City every single day. I have a stake in Limerick City. I obviously want Limerick City to be a vibrant city. And it's shocking that over the last 30 years there's been such rhythm development outside Limerick City where hardware stores and, and things of that nature have to go out there. But, I mean, I talk to people in rural county Limerick, my constituents, and they consider it a monumental headache to get into Limerick City because on-street parking is issue, there's taxi ranks everywhere, there's hardly any loading bays. And it's just a monumental pain. So they go to Dorodile or they go to Castle Troy or they go out to uh, Jetland. And they actually avoid Limerick City Centre at all costs. Now, it would be lovely to have coffee shops all over Limerick City. But coffee shops, you know, they, you know, grand, very nice. But they don't always bring a huge amount of commercial development in Limerick City. We need traders. We need blue-collar workers coming in to buy their wares, their hardware, um, their hardware equipment. We also need right. clothes shops and things of that nature. And, and like, here's the deal. Like, there, there's... Nobody more in favour of pedestrianisation than I. I walk all over Limerick City every day when I'm in the office. And I said, I cycle in and out of Limerick City during the summertime to work. So the car drives me and misrepresent me. And right. I misrepresent There's a process in which it's been done yeah. and you cannot take the okay. law into your own hands. Okay, well, you look, you you made all those points more than once. I want to give David Hurley, as the neutral reporter in the middle of this, the last word for this morning, although it's something we'll certainly come back to. David, do you feel it's the last we've heard of this? It's hard to know, Joe. I mean, as clearly the, there has been a lot of online debate, particularly since Saturday. And, and has um, it been bitter at times? 
Some some of it has. I mean, obviously there there are entrenched views on both sides. Um, I think that there possibly is room for compromise somewhere. We, we've seen the government talks taking place over the last few months. Perhaps there's a happy medium where people can meet in the middle. But I think you have to engage. There has to be constructive discussions. Uh, I do think that um, you know what happened Saturday was was a fantastic event. Unfortunately, there had to be guard intervention. Um, there's mixed views uh, amongst the traders as to whether or not it worked or not. I do think that there's a possibility of negotiation, compromise, discussion, and uh, certainly it's not the end of it. Okay, very, very interesting. And this is what Limerick Today is for, to give a forum for this sort of uh, lively debate. Thank you very much for taking part in it. Uh, David Hurley of the Limerick Leader, Ailish Drake, who was in attendance, as she said, on uh, Saturday, and Councillor Emmett O'Brien of Limerick City and County Council. He's an independent member. Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95.